Hey, Anton. Yeah, Margaret? You know what people don't talk about enough? What? The red lights. Welcome to People Don't Talk About Young Royals. I'm Margaret. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Anton. My pronouns are he, they. And we're people here to discuss the show our friends are sick of hearing us talk about. If that sounds like you, stick around. If your friend's sent you this podcast out of a desperate attempt to get you to watch Young Royals, take this as a sign. Go watch Young Royals, then come back to this podcast. Margaret, what are we talking about today? Today we'll be having a general discussion of episode two of season one, opening up the conversation to miscellaneous motifs, symbolisms, and themes. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> In this discussion, we won't be summarizing the plot of the episode because we already did that. If you need or want to want a refresher, head back 11 episodes in our feed to the, our most recent This Week at Hilershka for a full breakdown. This episode discussion will likely be all over the place, so step in. You have been warned. Okay, so starting with the cold open. Yeah. Um, the, the red lights. We see them the re- once? Twice? Uh, once. Like... Twice, arguably three times. Okay, twice, um, arguably three times. Uh, in in this in this episode, we see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for those, I feel like at a certain point after this podcast, after like so many episodes within the same cycle, we start speaking in code, and so I really hope listeners are listening to like most of these because sometimes I feel like <laughs> we're just like. But for those who like need refresher or want like an explanation of what we're even talking about um so in episode one there are lights on the walls of uh the initiation party that are like just like red red string lights or red like like red fairy lights or something like that Mm um and i couldn't tell in the like instagram scene where august walks in on villa like it's it's day so like the lights wouldn't be on but i was trying to see if they're in the same place as when villa is texting simon um oh that's and, like, true I, I forgot they were when he was texting simon yeah. i was just thinking about the etiquette book but i forgot about when he was texting simon yeah um uh and then the la- yeah and as market said the last time we see them because I don't know if they're in the Instagram scene, but they're definitely in when he's texting Simon. And then the last time we see them is when they're wrapped around Willa's neck when he's reading the etiquette book. Um, and I have an interpretation that Margaret Margaret says that they like of basically of it being Wilhelm's growing affection um, for for Simon and like the intensity of his feelings. Because it starts with it just being like on the wall when he and Simon have like I guess they're like second real conversation, but like they talk for what all of forty five seconds at 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 lunch, and then August <laughs> grabs Villa. So um, yeah, but and uh, and then I mean, and, and this is like a smaller detail that I don't know how like how much intentionality there is to it, but like at least the way everything is shot, um, we we're looking at the lights in that up in that in the first episode kind of going from like towards us away like away away from us and that's the direction that Wilhelm moves to follow Simon when he tries to leave the party um uh mm-hmm. 
and like it's like it's like the, at least like, like that less that's that's like the direction that he moves so uh but and then somehow we don't know we don't know how this happened but i guess there's like you can read between the lines like wilhelm got those lights for his in his in in his room and they're on his wall mm-hmm. and then they're around his neck so it's like this they're like getting closer and closer to him like closer and closer to his heart like like simon is so yeah i, I was yeah. talking Mar- to mark and i were talking about off pod like it's not the most profound interpretation or anything. like it's like it's like not deep but it's like but i like think that no, no. yeah and i think a but lot I like of symbolism it. in young royals i think in my opinion Symbolism in your royals can get a touch out of hand when you really make things like it feels rich from an English major saying that you can like read into something too much, which I don't think is actually true. Like I, I'm not going on the record saying that. Um, but I think for me, symbolism in your royals is most effective. When it's basically just, like, the elements of the show being, like, put together in a certain way to, like, help enhance the story. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I'm I'm trying to be careful about not having, having, like, everything mean something necessarily. Because I think there's an there's a degree to which that that can sometimes take away from I mean the show walks this like realism fantasy line um yeah. in like the which is we have something we haven't really talked about a lot but like tone wise like it's a very it 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 it, it plays with a lot of extremes um yes it does but i think part of keeping that balance is recognizing that some things in Royals are just for the realism of the world with symbolism mixed mm-hmm. in. Like, I think weighing on one or the other, saying, like, there's no symbols in Royals, patently false. Saying that everything is symbols in Young Royals does also, also feels... Feels a little like an overestimation to me. Yeah, it also it also something about that also feels incorrect. I will say though, in all my years of being an angsty teen, I've never once worn LED yeah. lights around my neck. Like so. it, like I, I believe in an early episode. I'm forgetting which one. I think it was Revolution, but I I can't remember at this point. Like we mentioned that scene. I think you maybe might have brought it up first, and you're, and you're, and you're like, it means so much to me, but I don't know what it means. Um, yeah <laughs> and i said i was yeah. texting that to you as well today i was like because i was doing my doc for this episode and i was like i don't even know what to say i yeah, don't know what it i think means, that's a sign like of like <laughs> ver- one of the like definitely intentional symbols in young royals is like a scene that's just kind of a little weird <laughs> and like it, it like it's those little things that remind you that like there's complexities to the show that like, while they're not gonna like blow your mind mm-hmm. or anything, they like make important things really meaningful in ways that are really appealing to me. Like in terms of like having 
not just like a slice of life these things happen to these people but like making it feel like the narrative is saying mm-hmm. something yeah. yeah and it immerses yeah. you a bit more when like yeah. the surroundings yeah. mean something which is not to say there's anything wrong with slice of life but i think there the thing about the reason why symbolism is such a long-standing like literary technique is that it gives things structure um in a way that's very um that can mm-hmm. be very pleasing i guess the for lack of a better word like in terms of just how you consume the story yeah. and how you like pro- like process things and like i mean like 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 margaret you're saying like you we feel we feel for that scene even if we can't articulate what is really being said there because it's like things have meaning like, i feel like i'm getting i'm getting i'm getting in wish wishy-washy yeah. territory which i think i did with the last purple and orange too because it's like symbolism gets wonky but um yeah. you heard it here first symbolism gets wonky <sighs> that might be a titleless episode i just realized that's 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 pretty good that's just that's a maybe really good title i think that maybe, should maybe be the just, title it could just be like wonky i like that but then you have to leave in symbolism gets wonky. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see also if. I mean, editing me sometimes has a different opinion actually occasionally. Uh, then then. They definitely. Well, that's a different oh, yeah. person. That's um, future you. So, now that we've addressed the cold open, would you say, Margaret, that it's time to address the. Uh, titular reason why this ep- these episodes are named what they are <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah i had no idea yeah. where you were going with uh, that. purple and orange <laughs> you're good purple Could and you orange. see the confusion on my face let's let's track simon let's track simon's outfits everybody <laughs> i got really excited thinking that there was a purple shirt under simon's sweater in math class but assuming it's the same day as the pizza scene with ayub and rosh that shirt is blue um Okay, what? but you know what I did find? He's wearing an orange shirt under his purple hoodie at the fo- at the soccer game. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Simon is. Or there is orange something sticking out from under his purple hoodie yeah. and so I'm, I'm assuming I, it's I feel a like, shirt. Though I feel like we settled that like red and orange were kind of more Wilhelm color Wilhelm colors with like red lights. Yeah, so Yeah. Yeah, but I think like, well, I think also it's I think generally I think I think maybe it's understood just like I mean pretty classic color theory in terms of like red like warm colors representing desire and like feelings. Um yeah. Um yeah. So as 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 Margaret was saying, we got I got we got purple sweatshirt at the soccer game. Um yeah. Quick refresher. Love the purple sweatshirt. Uh, the costume designers have officially said that like purple is associated with how Simon feels about Wilhelm in a particular scene. Um at least when he is wearing purple. Um cause, like there are several outfits in this episode, having seen all of them uh today when I was checking to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um uh is uh there are a lot of them where he, he wears a lot of green in this episode, um, which I'm like, yeah, he does. 
also not trying to read into too much because I'm just like, you can't, I mean, you can never stop with symbolism. And that's what makes these things all wishy-washy and wonky. Uh, uh, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then we get the purple button down in their first kiss scene. Yeah. We do. Well, that that's the most classic that yeah. I can think of, actually. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's the purple sweatshirt and like purple sweatshirt yeah. is also... I mean, yeah, well, yeah, it's, a, it's, a very, it's very iconic, but like, I've always, but like, I'm like, if there's any scene up until this point that was going to have purple in it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it had to be that one. Well, and also... Yeah, no, I agree. I think we haven't seen tons of this um, so far, but I do remember, but like, something to keep an eye out for, for listeners who aren't fully familiar with this theory, this theory is uh, the level of whether or not purple is covered by anything um or like where purple is in the outfit because this is a because it's it's a this is a purple this is a purple button down which means purple's on the outside and this is this is a scene where Simon's being very direct about his feelings with for Wilhelm um and all mm-hmm. and like also like in the and also okay I actually didn't even I didn't write this down because I thought I was going too far but now I think I'm actually on something um when I'd love to hear it. D- like, which I think is actually an interesting interpretation based on everything we've said so far in this cycle. Um, is okay. He's fully wearing the purple sweatshirt with nothing covering it in the studying scene. And multiple times we've talked about like like yes. Wilhelm. We we talked we talked about like Wilhelm like mooning over Simon, but then like Simon not really seeming to like. You're so right. Doing, doing the same thing, but then I mentioned in I think Art of the Frame that like there is a split second. Of, I've seen I've at least seen the screenshot on Tumblr of Simon doing the same thing to Wilhelm, but Wilhelm not noticing. Um, and so it's like the costume is yeah. telling you what was happening, but like he's like like he is being obvious in his own way, but we're just like kind of in more in Wilhelm's head. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, then, you're so right about that. Though. And the soccer scene, he's wearing his green jacket over. He's covering it up. Yeah, he's covering it up. I yeah, and he he, yeah. He's it like trying to keep Ayub his cool. When he was like, um, yeah, because yeah. because at that point he has tested the waters with Wilhelm, and Wilhelm's starting to respond. Because tag along if you dare, mm-hmm. smirk emoji. And then, and then, and then Wilhelm says, "Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be there," uh, or something like, that. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Absolutely, um, let's go." So, that's always that that like beyond like articulating this aspect of the theory, like you can't go into much detail, more detail than that. Like, I, and like, all right, are, <laughs> this is gonna feel. Maybe a little bit like we're back in school. We're back in school. So s- sorry if sorry if this triggers anybody. I can't wait. <laughs> but and I think we did something like I did something like this last time. But like I feel like I have to. I feel like I feel an obligation to once again articulate of what I think a symbol is. <laughs> it's an element of the story. It's an element of the story Let's with deeper it. significance beyond the superficial, or like potential deeper significance. 
um like deep a deeper meaning uh and so like this is what i'm saying is like everything can be a symbol but not everything should be a symbol <laughs> uh so yeah. like i think as i start listing off the stuff i've i've written down i want to acknowledge that like you can definitely dispute whether or not these are symbols but in terms of like them having a weight within the narrative i think this is a good way of like tying up loose ends of things that we might not have directly addressed but like i feel like mm-hmm. it's it's this like final connective tissue in a way through the entire episode of like the things that like aren't maybe addressed directly like plot wise or like haven't or like they kind of follow the flow of the story through the episode um mm-hmm. so like starting off yeah, i was ta- i i think you could argue rousseau is a symbol um between the relationship of fleece and sarah of the ways in which their their mm-hmm. their 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 friendship is being built upon this horse and their interactions with this horse like the way he is facilitating the growth yeah. of their friendship um and the fact that like Sarah is very good at horseback horseback riding Felice isn't Felice is not very good but it's and, the, and then there's this this dichotomy around Rousseau and horseback riding that has a there's a lot there that we that you could go into in terms of class of like Sarah the lower class person being better at this at this like up more upper class coded sport naturally um mm-hmm. and them finding a way to like bridge and like come together over over this horse um yeah yeah uh it's hard to not kind of just be like period and move on like <laughs> um, yeah period but with a t um peridot uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> um and then i really i really tickled myself when i wrote this the sunset during the remote scene, time of day, symbolism, something, something. Um, and I'm trying to remember or figure out what I mean by that because I'm just like, there's something evocative about why this, why this was at sunset. Like, yeah, the rowing scene. The rowing scene. Um, like, cause it's like I there's mean, the there's like it, they're like it, there's like the it's pretty aspect of it, but there's just something meaningful about it that I'm trying to, you know say um i guess i mean well sunset most of what like the main interactions that have happened between simon and wilhelm that like are propellers in their relationship yeah. have happened after dark oh that's oh that's good that's good like during the day they've really been hiding and like been concealing from mm-hmm. and 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 do mutual, mutual concealment from the other of their feelings, but then in mm, mm-hmm. I love you, I love you so much. This <laughs> this I is love so. You too. I'm <laughs> listeners, we get I get we get to preserve my the actual moment that I'm just like yes, yes, this thing because 
Okay, I don't think I finished the thought. Like, we're in this... Like, I was thinking... Because I was like, something, something, since us being a transitional period. But, like, it's a transitional period from day into night. And we get this really weird vibe in this scene of, like, figuring out a way to negotiate their day selves with their night selves. Mm-hmm. Which is also making me realize... Yes. Like, there's definitely interruptions to this. But the days... But, but we start midday at the start of the episode and we end like at night mm-hmm. so it's like a broad there's like a like there's definitely like there's there's variation within but it's like the like broad even throughout the entire episode there's like this dis it's like interesting because it's like you could argue it's a descent because it's like uh and now i'm just getting into like symbolism for symbolisms isms like to extent but it's like because it's like is day and tonight a descent because it's the descent of the sun or is it an ascension because it's the moon? The moon comes up. That is the question. Like, I mean, th- I mean, there isn't really any moon symbolism in Young Royals, but um, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think there is lightness and darkness symbolism. Yeah, and I think and not in a it's like... very Young Royals of it to have night be the thing that is special, and like given value um yeah because it's like during the day for sure everyone is lying to everyone else um uh every uh everyone Mm -hmm. is just like putting on their masks um and yeah despite being a, a very much a morning person i'm realizing like i mean like august is a morning person uh, at least his anxiety is made of mm-hmm. one. Um, and and so, like... <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Even down to the fact that Wilhelm has trouble getting out of bed in the morning. He has, he has trouble yeah. acclimating to the day and, like, putting on yeah. his mask. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting. Damn, we just uncovered something on Mike that we... Yeah, I didn't even very, know I had this, this opinion, very though. exciting. I don't know if it'll extend beyond this episode, but, you know... That's why Good we have us. isolated cycles, so we can really drill down. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so next, I um, wanted to bring up August working out. Actually, I, I mean, really connecting to what we were talking about, like August being a morning person. But like, the this, again, it's something that feels a little obvious and like arguable if it is a symbol. But in terms of how characters' actions are representing their inner thoughts. I think the ways in which August's working out yeah. does feel like an internal battle with his anxiety, like trying, like like being like physicalized and like bre- like brought into his body. Because it's like there's the direct, mm-hmm. there's like the direct reading of like, oh, he probably maybe probably uses exercise to cope with anxiety because it does a good. I mean, I don't use it, but I understand that it's a way, a good way to cope with anxiety. <laughs> uh, it is, and so it's like there's that, that's that that's, the, that's like the realistic reading, but like the symbolic reading is like living out internal struggle on this with this like constant like just feeling like he's preparing for something and he doesn't even know what it is. Like, it, there's an anticipation um, 
Okay, it's like I feel like I feel like even those who work out regularly, yeah. I feel like what could see August and be like, you are using exercise to cope with something. Like you're not really. I just it doesn't look <laughs> like the way that it is framed. It doesn't look like healthy exercise. No, no, it doesn't. No, yeah, like it's 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 a pro it's it's a problem. Uh, like I mean, people don't talk about yeah, widely on definitely on record saying, "Oh, August has anxiety." The like mo- the like coldest of cold takes. Um, but. <laughs> I don't know what you're no. talking about. That's an extremely hot take. <laughs> Not even Boris would agree with us there. Uh, despite him literally agreeing with us in this episode. <laughs> Although, but it, but it's like you can also argue that <clears throat> yeah. August was lying that entire appointment. Um, but I don't feel like he was. Yeah, I feel like he yeah. was trying to, but I don't think that God, he was actually lying. The layers. It's like... In a in a te- in an attempt to be deceitful, you're actually telling the truth, which feels very August of him. Yeah. <laughs> August the clueless, just telling on himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you gotta live up to and your then adjectives. Something that I think is worth mentioning again. That's an adjective, right? Clueless? Yeah. Yes. Is yes. an adjective. Hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Good on I haven't taken English since yeah. high school. No. Good on good on you. I've had I've had <laughs> Thank I, you. Ooh. I don't I don't think this lore has dropped. I'm currently a uh substitute teacher and some of the kids I've I've sub for uh haven't learned the parts of speech yet. So I'm like, well, good on you. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm officially smarter <laughs> than your first graders. <laughs> Uh, this was like this was actually a seventh grader, but <laughs> okay, I'm smarter than your seventh graders. I'm so yeah. glad because I did just graduate yeah, with yeah. BS, yeah. so <laughs> I would have been a little yeah. upset. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Wilhelm's phone as a power struggle between um him and August. We mentioned it, I think, in Love Among Royals, of in terms of like. Eric calling Wilhelm, but August being there, and then Wilhelm mm-hmm. trying to get regain access to his brother. Um, it's, there's it, it's it's a it's a rich, it's not mm-hmm. a text, but it's like a it's a rich text uh, in terms of just the ways in which August is attempting to through his own misguided, well. His own, his own misguided belief that he's helping while also selfishly trying to advance his own uh, connections with the royal family. I was going to say, I don't know how much he really thinks he's, like, I I don't think at his heart he's like, this is going to be great for Wilhelm. I think there's at least a little bit of delusion there where he's, like, at least trying to, like, show Wilhelm the ropes. Um the way he sees them. And the thing about that is, is he's just a very pushy person um, who does not really see any, she has, who has extremely black and white thinking, who is being highly possessive over the prince in terms of like how much, about like how, like how he thinks Wilhelm should live his life. Um, 
because he wants the royal family to be proud of him. Um, and so it's like he is doing these things for the royal family, and by extension, he can de- deceive himself into thinking it's for Wilhelm, but we know it's not. Yeah, okay. I agree. And I... But I don't think his motivation is this is going to be great for Wilhelm. I think it's like this. I is think gonna make maybe me if, if, I, so if I said it was his motivation, family. I definitely misspoke. It's like not his motivation, but it his it is his. It's not his literal motivation, but it is the um, his, it's his like self talk. Like it's the narrative that he exists in. Like it's the story he's telling. Himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. his delusion. <laughs> He's just being a little Delulu. All right, my next one that I wrote down. I don't know. Do you have any symbols that I've that I've like been like just skipping over? Um, yeah, because I just like again. I really was. I was really stretching it so. with this one a little bit because like I I wanted to make sure that we really like hit all episode, aspects of this episode. Because um, like purple and orange beyond a lot of things like beyond. Mm-hmm. our bonus corrections episode like it's our send-off to talking with this episode and so i wanted to make sure we hit we hit a lot of things um but my next thing is motorcycles yeah. equal freedom <laughs> yeah. i literally never agreed with anything more um and again it's another thing episode. where it's like well yeah <laughs> like but it's like i, I don't know Hot take, I guess. Symbols don't symbols don't need to be profound. Like they just need to have meaning, and it's like it's the thing that makes it. They're the thing. These are the things that like make us really feel for these characters. Is these moments that really represent co- like complex emotional issues for them, and like represent them. The moments when they're actual real teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, represent, like, their actual, like, real emotions. Because it's, like, this is the thing that, like, as someone who studied literature at, like, an, at, like, an academic level, like, it's a key thing about TV is that we don't, barring certain exceptions, and, like, Nimrod never does this because Nimrod never does, has never really done voiceover unless it's two scenes overlapping, um... Like we mm-hmm. don't get internal monologue, um, mm-hmm. and so it's like you. Could you imagine that'd be so scary? Oh, this <laughs> internal monologue. Uh, that's nightmare. Well, that, show. That's you behavior. Not 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 you. Like the show you. The oh, show, I was like, the what? TV show you is what I meant, and that I'm that yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. I got really scared that you thought me and August had the same internal I That really like, came out wrong. And that's the thing about the, the TV show, You, is that it gets really confusing because when you just have your show name being a pronoun. It's so confusing. Anyways, um, it is, um, no, yeah, motorcycles equals freedom. Like, it just, just straight up, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. It's not much deeper than no, that. No, it's not. It doesn't yeah. have to be. But, we can have feelings about it. Um, and I have oh, feelings yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, forehead kiss lol. <laughs> I just scrolled down to that part of your notes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and I went, where's, where, where, where is Anton going to go with this? <laughs> you know, I'm wondering that too. Uh, this is, that, that's that. what the lol is for. Um, <laughs> Love that for Because us. it's an interesting thing of in universe, in universe, or fun little English major term, diegetically. Um, oh, how the hell do you spell that? Just real uh, quick. D-I-E-G-E-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y. Um, yeah. Damn. So it's, 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 the concept is diegesis, which, and, which is basically what takes place within the world of a story. Um. And so, like, like in canon, yeah. or, or, but like, but also, but like, for example, the music in your royals is non-diegetic because the characters are not literally hearing that music, like all the back, like all the background music. Oh, okay. I I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah. now. Um, but this is an interesting case of diegetic symbolism because August is intending for his speech and then the forehead kiss that pu- forehead kiss that punctuates it. To be symbolic payment for the drugs, <laughs> right? Because that's how you pay people back from for drugs. Yeah, give them a little forehead smooch in front of the yeah. homies. Yeah, like, and it like plays into this idea of like August, despite the like his like clueless moments, definitely having an understanding, even if it's seemingly kind of wrong, because it doesn't really seem to have the effect that he at least seems to intend necessarily well i guess it does a little bit like i don't know because we, we've gone back and forth about whether or not about how effective that speech is of like getting most people to like actually agree with him um because like people do, do seem to be like yeah yeah i guess yeah that makes sense like sometimes when i watch that scene i just try to imagine what would be going through my head if i was standing there listening to that like, if one of the homies at a team practice was giving yeah. that speech, I'd be like... Honestly, I honestly do think it's, like, one of, the, like, the funniest August scenes. It is! It's so funny. And it comes out of, like, such love. Because it's field. like, we've talked so often about August being terrifying, which he is. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. He's, like, either annoying or terrifying when he's mentioning that he could murder someone and get away with it. Dichotomy like, of man. Uh, never forget. Uh, <laughs> Annoying or terrifying? Never forget, ne- never forget this man joked about murder. Like, like, I can't. Ne- like, <laughs> we made it a significant part of our August episode. I can't forget. No. Uh. Yeah. Um. But it's like, it's this moment of him, really, putting that. It's really. It really shows how much stake August himself puts into clout, reputation, and prestige. Yeah. Um. Like, he really, he really thinks he's, like, he really thinks he's doing something. <laughs> he like, really does. But also, does he? I think he does. Is so, I would, like, at least to, like, consider the idea that he's also just bullshitting and thinking that will actually mean something to Simon. I agree. Like, But I don't think he would have come up with it if it didn't mean something to him. Yeah, because he's gotta notice at this point that Simon does not give a yeah. fuck about yeah. Because it's like, school. yeah, because like it says a lot about him that he thinks it would work. Yeah, 
but like then that raises the question of like if he thinks but but like his his intention is to get simon to shut up about about getting him to pay him back yeah (laughs) at least for the time being um and so like he doesn't necessarily need to believe it in order for him to th- for him to believe enough of it to think that or like for, or he doesn't need to believe it for him to believe that Simon will believe it. Yeah. Which gets that's hope listeners follow that. Cuz like, I don't know. There's just like sometimes there are moments when I look at his face in that scene like right before he gives the speech and like he's so proud of himself. Oh yeah. And I'm like, how is he proud of himself? Does he think Oh, I super accomplished that. Um, he says, I ate and left no crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but because it, it's like, I don't know, he could be proud that he feels like he pulled one over on Simon. But also he could be proud that like he came up with something that would that will that will definitely that he for sure thinks will like is like good enough or like mm-hmm. equivalent to the money. Yeah. And it's like, again, we're getting to a lot of so like a fair amount of the debates that sometimes happen on our on our episodes where it's like does the answer really matter um <laughs> like that's true <laughs> he's a dick either way uh yeah. well yeah that's been long since established oh yeah oh yeah we, we assassinated him uh, <laughs> first episode and second yeah exactly um but i don't know i think for me, it does say something about, like, how deliberate August is with his actions. Yeah, like, is he an idiot or is he a calculated bitch? Yeah, like, how manipulative is he? Like, we realize he, we already recognize from everything else in this episode, he is manipulative. Right. But it's like, there is a difference there. That is the difference there of, like... Are you stupid enough to believe this could work, or are you actually smart enough to, like, put this to like do this without believing it? Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's like just tone wise, he's so smarmy and irritating in that scene that I can't escape the feeling sometimes that he's just making fun. Yeah. Of Simon. And he thinks that people can't tell. Right. Or that like or that or that it'll be a dog whistle of some kind. Or like people who will It'll be a dog whistle, like, hey, these people actually care type of thing. Is that what you're saying? Or or, or like or like he'll be people, certain people will recognize he's making fun of Simon and then people who don't get it will think that he is actually complimenting him. Oh, okay. Because I'm just trying to think, like, ideologically, like, does he believe this about Simon? Because he, like, he calls him and Sarah freaks early in the episode. Like, he doesn't, he clearly doesn't think they should be at least associating with Wilhelm. And at the very least, like, I don't even think he thinks they belong there. Well, yeah. And so, like... That I guess therefore would what then mean class the class journey speech is totally bogus. Yeah. So like I'm glad I think that was a discussion that needed to be had before we wrap this episode. <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. but like it but like I don't know. No, I I agree. 
I think it felt important going forward that we recognize that August, uh, while being clueless, is also a bigger bitch than we've established already. Yeah. Like, is he a bigger bitch than Regina? Now that's the question. Mm. We will have to keep revisiting that question, I think. <laughs> that becomes the, like, <laughs> reoccurring <Running> segment. <laughs> is August a bigger bitch than Regina George in this episode? Yay or nay? Head bitch in charge versus head bitch in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. god. I think we covered everything. I yeah, I think we're good. I think this is a sol- this is a solid we we're we're solidly good. Ready to take us out? Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to keep up to date with when we release new episodes and other pod related announcements, you can check out our Instagram or our threads at people don't talk about. Our next episode will be this week at Hill No it won't. Will it? I mean No it won't. Not counting bonus episodes. I like okay. I I've, I'm counting via mainline episodes because they're the ones that are numbered. Okay. Yeah. Our next episode will be this week at Hilarishka, a summary of season one, episode two. Nope. Season one, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. And with that, all that's left to say is Let's, let's start, start a revolution, revolution baby. baby.